Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 220. On this episode, we go over what you guys felt were some of the most overhyped cigars in the industry. Got a lot of feedback in terms of this question that we posed earlier in the week. I'm not surprised by some of the answers, but some of them I were. So I'm really excited to get into this. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's waste no more time. Let's get into the episode. I made this one up. It's a joke. Ready? Yeah. What do you call a Japanese prostitute who will bend in any position you want her to? I have no idea. A horigami. (laughs) (laughs) Clever? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, the fact that you're like super into origami right now, I feel like <laughs> it's very most most jokes are going to be centric around that. But yeah, yes, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. For our listeners, it's not a dad. It's a dad joke style, but it's not yeah. a dad joke. Like For, it's uh, it's, yeah. it's a little bit more uh, R-rated. Yeah, and and, I like it. and me and Corey have been contemplating merchandise for a long time. I've never pulled the trigger. But I am happy to announce that starting this week, if you visit hotticketweekly.com forward slash store, you will actually see some new products. Uh, um, you will see, I am selling a bunch of paper ninja stars. <laughs> so if you want some handmade. You are good at making them. <laughs> some handmade paper. What was there like 30 just littered around my house the other day? <laughs> paper shurikens. <laughs> Just visit hotticketweekly.com forward slash store to purchase your limited edition paper shurikens. Yeah, yeah. Hot ticket logo and all. <laughs> Markered on. Just marker. Or crayons. Crayola markers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was funny because, uh, um, you know, Kale's a child, so he instigates. Yeah. And he looked at me. Right in the eyes, and he goes, "I'm gonna throw this at you." And I'm like, "You throw that at me, you're in trouble." And he's like, he gave me that stare, that million mile stare, like, "I'm gonna do a bitch." <laughs> and he threw it at me, and it hit me in the forehead, and I literally grabbed him, and and put my arms underneath him, underneath the back of his head, and then I wrapped my legs around his legs, and I just stretched him out. Yeah, like I mean, and he, he was like. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to go further because he kept mouthing. I'm like, I'm going to go further. And I just kept stretching him out. What do they call that when so they like funny? They like bound your ankles and wrists to four horses. Yeah. And they pull them. That was like a form of torture. But then it would just rip your limbs off. Yeah. Rip your limbs off. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know what I also found out? It was like there are records from um, medieval times where they would. Uh, like torture methods and execution methods where they would chop people's heads off. But like when they chop the heads off, the people were still talking. Like there's, there's record of like, you know, they chop their head off and the person's like praying and their head is just on the ground, but they're like still alive. Oof. Isn't that crazy? Oof. Yeah. I mean, cause there's still oxygen still in function. the brain. Yeah. yeah it's like still, still functioning. functioning. This is like, it'd be like 10 seconds of someone like still praying. Isn't that crazy with their eyes like looking around and like seeing people so like really you could see your own body you could see your own dead body 
Ooh, that'd be weird. Like it? your head rolls and your body's over here and you're just looking at your own body. And your body's in such a state of shock that you would not feel any pain. Mm-mm. I don't think you would at all. You got a clean blade that goes here. Now, the blade doesn't go through clean. Then you got some issues. That's that's going to hurt. Oof, that's that going to hurt. Makes my neck feel if funny. you've got to do two chops, it's bad shape, man. Bad shape. Oof. <sighs> I didn't know that. I told you I was going to get my hair cut this week. It's cut. It looks good. Yeah, it's short. It's, um, I got that like 1994 Ellen DeGeneres vibe going on, which is interesting. No, you got like that gnarly thing. I look like I'm going to like roll up to a random park and start playing pickup softball. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to walk into a CVS and immediately ask for the manager. (laughs) Because they couldn't, they wouldn't honor the two for one deal on the Tresemme shampoo. <laughs> That's what my haircut looks like. <laughs> yeah, it screams gender neutral. That's but I, okay. I like Looks it. Good. I got that. Uh, I got that Dollar General clip clip. Hell yeah! Pretty excited about it. It actually feels really good. Like it feels so much better. And I, obviously, my the lady who cuts my hair is great. And she was like, "How much do you want?" Like, because I've been in there a lot. My hair's grown so fucking fast this year. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's because I'm taking better care of myself. Maybe it's something I'm eating. I don't know what's going on. I take more vitamins now. Maybe it's that. But I feel like my hair is growing so obnoxiously fast. So I've had to get it cut way more than I used to. And it was just to the point where it's just too long and it was starting to get unhealthy. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, it's just, it's at that point where it's just annoying. And I'm just pulling it back all the time. But I love having my hair down. But I don't, you know, I was at, you know what it was? It was out in the wind the other day and it was mm. just like blowing. In yes. front of my face. And I'm like, this is atrocious. I don't want to do this anymore. So I went back yesterday and I said, hey, give me that Les cut. And she's like, say no more. So Damn. we chopped her off down to the neck. But I like it. It's, it's looks uh, good. It feels so much better. Yeah, my curls are all tight again. And that sounds super fucking homosexual right now. But <laughs> I love it, man. It feels it feels great. I'm, uh, I feel like a new lady man. Yep. And I think this is as good a time as any to now promote our second product of the episode that's starting tonight at 8.34 p.m. on the dot. If you visit hotticketweekly.com forward slash store, you will be able to pick up how Corey has made his locks so luscious and full and tightly knit. Yep. Um, We are releasing uh, Never Before Done, Scientifically chemistry serious crazy nasa shit releasing a new shampoo and conditioner made out of tobacco that would be really cool wouldn't that be cool that would be cool yeah that'd be sweet oh speaking of releasing weird tobaccos should do that i had some haitian company reach out to me oh yeah like we're the only haitian whatever yeah it's like oh yeah you saw the email because i thought it came directly in my email don't forget dominic or don't forget haiti we're right next to dominican yeah don't don't forget this (laughs) fucking turmoiled country but it's got haitian tobacco in the filler and the binder and i was like hey send me some samples i'm gonna try some haitian shit yeah so those will be on the way i'm pretty excited about that they were at pca i don't forget the name of the company although i just looked at it this morning so but i mean i'm i'll get on some haitian tobacco wouldn't that be dope yeah, hopefully it's uh, not conflict-free. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like people order like conflict-free diamonds, meaning that like no little girl no lost one died. arms. Yeah. I've always said this. I want someone working hard for the shit I buy. And uh, if it means losing a limb, so be it. I just hope they treat their tobacco better than they treat their trees. <laughs> yeah, the lumber industry in Haiti, huh? Oof. Yeah, it's, Oof. it's treacherous. Treacherous. Um, we do have some cigar news to go through. This shouldn't take too long. Um, there's only a few highlights this week. Highlight number one is Cigar Culture, Blackbird Cigar, partner for a new cigar. So if anybody reflects back to, I think it was probably this time last year, maybe a little bit sooner, Cigar Culture came out with their own branded cigar. That's Adrian Acosta. Um, and this year they're doing a release via Blackbird, which I believe is called The Hawk. Um, so it'll be released to retailers, um, is actually released to retailers when you guys hear this, this past week. Um, the cigar is one Vitola. It's a six by 54 box press Toro. I like a box press Toro, by the way. It's cool fucking Vitola. I actually have a lot of them, um, in my lineup, everything that I have. I've got quite a bit, uh, weirdly enough, a lot of box press Toros, which is strange. So I like the Vitola 54, a little large, um, a Brazilian Cubra wrapper, Mexican San Andreas binder, and fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. So it is out now. I think the price point seems a little steep. It's boxes, 600 boxes of 14 cigars at $14 a cigar for a Blackbird cigar. Seem, doesn't that seem steep? For a Blackbird, yes. That seems pretty rich. Because they're know. all around eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how? I don't know eight, how nine. they're going to get away with doing that. I mean, that's going to have to be some... I mean this and this is a limited release obviously for cigar culture specifically but god it seems it's like both of us gotta make money <laughs> yeah it's it seems a little rich man it's a little rich it seems a little rich $14 think, I'm like god damn I think they missed their calling on the Vitola where they should have done more of like a bullet or like a, a bellicoso style yeah but instead just kind of slightly hook the cap so it looks like a talon Mm. Or a beak of a hawk. Yeah. You know, they missed the mark. Yeah. You could really play on the bird thing. Yeah, you could, but like, you know, you'd have to do that with every one of them. Yeah. I would like to see a blackbird cigar with tobacco wings. If uh, you and I were to do a blackbird cigar, what, what bird would you want it to be? The dodo. The dodo bird? Yeah. Oh, that would be sweet. I'm thinking a blue-footed booby. Oh, I like that too. Those are cool birds. Yeah. They're from the Galapagos yeah. Islands. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, blue-footed, but they look cool as shit. Yeah. There's so many birds. I mean, think about how many birds be. Like, blackbird cigar will cease to exist by the time they ever get close to the end of the bird. I oh, mean, for sure. So many birds. They'll come extinct. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, well, like, what time? They did the macaw, right? That's the one. Yeah. I actually have one of those. Um, we should play around with that, the little QR code thing. Oh, yeah. We like, totally wh should. what I'm thinking we should do is just you laying down on the ground with your butt cheeks out, and I'll have the McCall, like, literally standing on your butt cheeks. Oh, yeah. Walking and then on my fly butt. away. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it pecked, because then I'd have it peck my butthole. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Or... <laughs> what if it flew out of my butt? <laughs> Listen, if, if you could put explicit material on social media, just have a boner and have it resting on your <laughs> like boner a like, a, like a tree branch. <laughs> I do want to put, kind of play around it. I'm honestly not even curious about how the cigar tastes. I just want to play with the little QR thing. Is there other funny, cool birds? Oh, yeah. There's tons of birds. Um, the dodo bird was a good one. You have the parrot, of course, which would be a, a good bird. Um, 
Like what? Oh, a cardinal for sure. Oh, I mean, that's what Ohio. we should do as a cardinal for a Ohio. cardinal. We should do that. I just would just read it out to Jonas and say, "Hey, we want to do a cardinal release. We want a um, a Brazilian modafita." You know, he would do that. Like it, we could easily get that done. Or uh, or a Colorado something with a reddish hue. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And maybe we can do like what the cardinal with the head. You know, like those little feathers that pokes out its head. So cute. Yeah. But maybe yeah. we do that at the at the cap. Where they just like slightly like have a little bit come off of it. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Wait, that's a crow. crow. What, what <laughs> Did noise you do does it? a fucking cardinal make? Do you know? Uh, I don't think I've ever heard a cardinal make a noise. Yeah. The only time I ever really see cardinals is when one male cardinal is trying to fuck a female cardinal. Yeah, it's the only much. time you see a cardinal around. Yeah, pretty much. Like you never just see cardinals out and about. You no. could do a, I think a golden eagle would be cool. Oh, an eagle. Golden eagles are cool. You could do like literally black and gold interlaced band. That would be yeah. sweet. I think a golden eagle would be that would be uh mm. for me, I think that'd be the the like one of the coolest ones you could do. We could but there's so many birds. I mean, it's insane how many bird yeah. species there yeah. are. They're kinda clever to do the whole bird thing because yeah. of just the association. I've always said like kind I respect the marketing aspects yeah. of what Blackbird does and the consistency in what they do. I don't think they have the best cigars on the market, but I do like the consistency yeah. of the branding. It's kinda cool. It's pretty neat. Um, let's move on from the whole bird talk. Oh, the Placencia 149 is out. About time. I've said this because I've always said the Casuccio 146 is like, to me, is probably one, I'd say the best Placencia cigar specifically for the money. Yeah. That really doesn't get much attention. You know, Alma Fuerte always gets a lot in Alma del Fuego. Like those series of cigars typically get the most attention but i'm telling you the cassette 146 is absolutely phenomenal and now you have the new placencia 149 the cassette 149 that came out and actually pretty good price point i mean listen we just talked about the blackbird cigar cigar culture cigar that's coming out at 14 dollars per per cigar the the placencia placencia as an organization is known to have more expensive cigars 1450 is the most you're going to pay for a six by 52 yeah, I'm trying to remember if the Cassetta 146. I felt like it was around fourteen or fifteen it's, bucks. Uh, they're they're about the same price point. Yeah, they're about the same price point. Which I dude, I thought the 146 was such a good cigar. I'm really really excited. This is a cigar that I think would be worthy of reviewing on the podcast for sure. I think for this sure. is one that I got to get my hands. I'm pretty sure B and G's just got these in stock. They so. did. I think I'm going to have to probably run down there and grab a few because I think this one would be really awesome. So, um, oh, it's a Honduran Puro. What? Placentia did it's a Honduran time. fucking Puro? But, yep. Holy shit nuggets. Yeah. Oh, this makes me even more excited. Which makes it different than the other. Oh, Cassetta. so fucking different. Dude, a Honduran Puro. Oh, the excitement. The excitement. What does Cassetta mean? I have no idea, but I really like it. Doesn't it sound like the name of like a Porsche? A Cosecha? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Porsche. Definitely Porsche would definitely make a car called the Cosecha. Yeah. Um, man, that's crazy. I did not realize it was a Honda Impero. Well, that makes me excited. Now I have here's my thing about Honda Impuros. Easy to fuck up, but also you can make them really good. I've always said this before. The Euroa family makes the best Honda Impuros by far. It's like they have the best tobacco that they use absolutely incredible so i'm for this one i'm like even more curious because it's placentia who placentia struggles to make a bad cigar they really do like their cigars actually i would argue that that natural the alma fuerte natural the one with the green band mm -hmm. that came out is it's probably worst. one of the worst yeah and that's still not money. a bad cigar and it's not a terrible cigar it's just, it's just not the best pricey for especially for the money yeah yeah 
So this 149, I'm even more intrigued about it because it is a Honduran Pure. I think that's fantastic. Oh, God, I cannot wait to try this. I may actually run down and grab one later. Damn. Hell yes. Very, very cool. So it comes in uh, three different Vitolas of four and three quarters by 60. So a fat little donger, $12 per cigar. A 5x52, which is going to be a Robusto size at $13, and a 6x52, which is going to be the Toro at $14.50. I think that's reasonable, honestly, all things considered, for Placencia, not too far off the mark from where they're usually at. So Makes a lot of Placencia to me. <laughs> um, last but not least, Partagas Decades 2021 arrives at stores. I don't know that I had the last year's release. I actually saw this at a humidor I went to last week and decided not it. to... I, did I buy that last I made one? you buy one. That's right. The fu- That's right. And I like that cigar. Yeah. That was a great cigar. Um, so now you have the 2021 release. Uh-huh. I should have picked this up last week. Um, 6x52 Toro size. The problem is, it's the price point, dude. $18 for one of these cigars. Again. I think when I saw it, it was like 20 bucks. Oof. At the at the shop that I went to, which is right around here. Um, God, yeah. that's a, I struggle with that. Cameroon seed wrapper grown in Bahia, Brazil, uh, Connecticut, uh, sorry, Connecticut Habano binder, and a variety of fillers, Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. Esteli, Jalapa, and Omotepe. So it's got a lot, she's got a lot of shit packaged in here. Oh, here we go. Each cigar is packaged in a coffin case. God damn it. That's why I'm fucking paying $18 for the cigar. It's a $10 cigar and a $10 box. God damn. I fucking hate, I hate when brands do that. I hate it so, so, so much. I fucking hate it so much. Who gives a shit? I do not care what a cigar comes in. I don't want to see it in a fucking coffin box. I don't want to see it in this 90s packaging. I don't even need fucking cellophane on it. Put it in a simple fucking box. You know, it's actually one of the things that I like when I got those Davidoffs earlier this yeah. week. I got those Colorado Claros, yeah. right? One of my all-time favorites. Got a killer deal on these cigars. I mean, yeah. dude, like way less than those Blackbirds. Yeah. Just insane. Comes in a simple box. A simple wooden box. I don't need anything crazy. I don't want anything that's just fucking blown out. I want something simple. Give me something simple. As long as it's protected and it can make it to me, I don't care about the box. So fuck the coffin cases. No one cares. Give me what you have priced, an $18 cigar. Get it for $13, $14. Forget the fucking case and let's move on. That is why when the next donger comes out, whenever they may be, (laughs) <laughs> we are not shipping them in traditional cellophane, folks. No, you're getting our exclusive release in a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> that would be actually pretty cool. <laughs> Just a simple, literally with the Ziploc logo yep. and everything. Yep. A simple fucking Ziploc. It's actually not a bad idea. No, it'll breathe a little. But we're going to make our our releases are going to be the most elementary thing on earth. (laughs) Pretty much. They're going to be super elementary. Guy, we do need to get another donger out there, don't we, though? We do. We we do. We do. We've got some stuff coming up. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Maybe some New Year's presents for y'all. All all right. This is going to be an interesting episode. And I want to make, I want to make the distinction so we do the overrated, underrated episodes, mm-hmm. of which we talk about all things about a particular brand. Yeah. This episode, I wanted to get an understanding of the general cigar enthusiast population on what they felt 
were overly hyped cigars. Mm. Ones that come out that garner a lot of attention, but certainly disappoint and are more annoying around their hype. They may be good cigars, but are they overhyped? I feel like there's a lot of overhyped cigars in the industry. There's certainly a lot of underhyped cigars, but I like those because they're the hidden gems. They're the crown jewels that you don't know about. Those are the ones that I love smoking that I never tell anyone about. But there's definitely a lot of cigars that have hit the marketplace over a ton of years, 30 years, that have been arguably very overhyped. So we're going to get into those cigars. It's the whole point of this episode. And we got some feedback from our audience. But before we do so, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to you guys in a few minutes. We're going to hear from our show sponsor. I'm going to ask you a question. Why do you like My Cigar Pack? My Cigar Pack has been a sponsor of the show for quite some time. But why do you like My Cigar Pack over the other packs? Because I don't have to think about it. Listen, the monotony of making decisions for the safety and well-being of your family, you know, making hard decisions at work, deciding on who's going to get your boat in your will, you know, (laughs) it's... You don't want to have to think. Like the last thing you want to do at the end of the day when you're chilling and you just want to enjoy cigars is to think about what the fuck you're going to pick. You know? Yeah, I agree. Sometimes I just want someone to pick for me. Yeah. And trust that they impart some sage wish- wisdom on what they know I like and what they know I'll appreciate. So that I, you know, I don't have to worry that I'm getting shit, you know? My cigar pack kind of does that, right? They do do that. It's curated packs, which are awesome. And I have to say, the November pack that we got right up our alley. Yeah. A ton of good cigars, uh, cigars from the most premier manufacturers, including the Factory Direct program like, cigars, which are amazing. Like when your wife asks you, hey, honey, what would you like for, or she doesn't ask you. She's like, hey, honey, I'm making spaghetti and meatballs tonight. And you go, holy fuck, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. How did you know? And she's like, I didn't even have to ask because I know you too well. Yep. And you're like, fuck. I didn't even have to answer. I didn't even have to make a decision. You made it for me. For once. For once, I can be the dependent. Yeah. For once. Yeah, I do feel that it's uh, my cigar pack is almost like they're always looking through your window. They know every move that you're going to make. They're our cigar know daddy. all your fucking desires. They're cigar daddy. They know best. Yeah, so you got to check them out, www.mycigarpack.com. And if you enter promo code HOT10 at checkout, you'll get $10 off your first pack. Again, that's www.mycigarpack.com, promo code HOT10 at checkout for $10 off your first pack. All right, we're back. Hmm. Here we go. What a great ad by Pringles. <laughs> um, I had I needed to say this. I actually forgot to mention it earlier, but I think it's worth mentioning. I didn't want to say anything the other night because I didn't want to upset Dad. Yeah. Um, well, tell me. Is, yeah. So his meatloaf sucked. No, the meat, the flavor of the meatloaf was great. The cooking method was terrible. Here, here's the problem, right? Yeah. So Dad kept he. I remember him telling me specifically. He goes. I was because when he when he came here, I said, "Why does it look so wet?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Why is there so much moisture?" Yeah, and he's like, "He's like, son, it's your grandma's recipe." Now, first of all, it's, you ever remember grandma cooking for us? Never, never. When when do you ever remember grandma Wait, cooking for just us? Before we continue, mm-hmm. you think we're far enough into the episode that dad's already fallen asleep and he's not going to listen yeah, to the rest for sure? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Continue. We're way we're, we're way <laughs> past that point. Um, so. He goes, it's grandma's recipe. And I go, when the fuck? Grandma never fucking cooked. 
Never. Grandma has a recipe. First I, of all, grandma has a recipe. I only remember fast food. Yeah, that's it. I that's have no it. recollection of grandma when I was younger ever cooking anything. Um, so he goes, just yeah, you grandma's recipe. And I said, well, what it, what's in it? And he was going through it. And the last part was, he goes, well, he's like, uh, the recipe says to add a quarter inch of water in the bottom of the pan. Quarter inch. A quarter inch of water. You know how much water? That that's is? a lot of water for that's a meatloaf. A fu- that's a swimming pool. That's a swimming pool of for your meat. kind of meatloaf water. <laughs> And I go, I, I literally go, Dad, I don't think that's right. And he goes, that's what the recipe said. Dude, you know how Dad is. That's what the recipe says. And I'm like, God, bitch, you got to go to Google or some shit and figure out a better meatloaf. Now, here's the thing. So I didn't challenge him at the time because I knew what the recipe was supposed to be. Like water in a separate container sitting out from the meat. That is what you're supposed to do. Oh, fuck. So if you are baking and or you're putting something like a meatloaf on a smoker, it continues to impart moisture throughout the whole capsuled area, but you don't put it in the bottom of the meat because your meat gets nasty and soggy. Plus, and I already told dad this before, if it's 80-20 and the, the fat content is relatively high, you don't need- You don't need that. You don't need another- induction moisture method no because when the fat renders down it keeps the meat moist right which is what you want so he just added water he basically added a full cup of water inside of a fucking to the fucking meatloaf yeah so so the bottom part of the meatloaf was soggy and not great the top part was better because all the moisture stayed at the bottom so you could eat the top and it's pretty good but the bottoms was not. So it fell apart and it was... It was just very... It, had, it was like a gelatin exterior in parts. Yeah. And I'm like... What the yeah, fuck? it was not... So dad's never bringing anything to. over here again. He's not allowed to do anything. Yeah. And next time, what I'm going to do... So make two weeks loaf. from now, I'm going to make my own meatloaf. My own method of meatloaf Ooh. that yeah. I'm going to smoke. That's going to be done correctly. Yeah. And we're going to have some good meatloaf. We're yeah. going to have real meatloaf. Yeah. And I'll make a meat boat. Not this. <laughs> like when I make it, it's gonna be floating in the water. So much water. It's a meat boat. Dad's was floating in yeah, water. Dad's was a meat boat. It was like uh it was like a you know, a human being floating in a deprivation chamber. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's what it looked like. I'm totally. like, why is the meatloaf jiggling inside the pan? Yeah, it's not good. Not a good cooking method. But anyway, so I wanted to tell you that. Yeah. I and I didn't want to disappoint him because baked potatoes were great. Dad tries. Well, I did those. All right. So that's (laughs) par for the course. Uh, He tries. He does. And we were talking about it the other night, too, about him uh, before you came over, about his um, spaghettis and peas. Spaghetti and peas. I said, I've only ever known to have spaghetti with peas. I've, like, to me, most people would think that's crazy. Why are you having spaghetti with peas? It's quite delish. It is very good. But he's the only person that ever did spaghetti with peas. Yeah, it's just a, yeah. Um, I did it. I God ma- bless him, he tries. I remember us, because it was always separate, right? It was spaghetti and meat sauce and then peas on and the then, side. And then peas, but we, you'd mix But them. then we'd mix them. Yeah. And then it became a thing, like when we'd go over to dad's house. It was and like, then like that Texas toast and mop up all your put pea it all juice. On top, and, yeah. Put it all on top. Which was actually really good. Yeah. Like it's not bad, but it's like who the fuck does spaghetti and peas? No one does that. No, there's no, no other family that does spaghetti and peas. That no. was dad's thing because... I mean, here's the thing. Again, God bless him for trying. Dad's good at like crockpot meals. Like he can do a chili. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You can't fuck up a chili. If you fuck up a chili, 
give up. They all they all get soggy. Everything blends together. Just melts together. That it's easy cooking. And crockpot cooking is easy but cooking. Any meal that requires a certain temperature, ideal temperature or moisture, don't give it to dad. No, definitely not. Dad, um, I said this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast before, but dad bakes steaks. He bakes steaks. Yeah, so let that sink in real quick. And um, let's give a moment of silence. Let it sink in. Yeah. Listen, you yeah. couldn't even chew into a Like, you when you cut into a steak. It's like jerky. With a steak knife. You really have to saw at it. Yeah. And then you have to make the bite the piece is so small that you can actually start to break them up in your mouth. Yeah. Cause it would kill your jaw. Your jaw would ache. Yeah. Yeah. He used to bake steaks. The flavor was good to a certain point. No, nope, but we had none. to cover it in a one sauce at the time. Yeah. Just to, like, yeah. Eat it. So disgusting. Like the worst thing you could ever do at a steak <laughs> is bake it. And that's, this is how terrible. What did dad say? He was like, what are we going to bring? What should I bring over for Thanksgiving? And I, I'm, I don't say anything. I just be like, listen, Chips and dip. anything that you can just buy and put on a table, because if it requires you making it, I don't want it. Yeah. Like, let's just. Yeah. It's just you're out. You're out. All right. Let's get into this. Um, so solicited some feedback from a collective audience about overhyped cigars. I went to get into some of these. We talked about this particular cigar last week. And I think interestingly enough, how it continues to have um find a place in these episodes that we do and that is the opus x i think the episode opus x on here is arguably given the feedback one of the most overhyped cigars in terms of popular opinion do you agree or do you not agree i feel like we've talked about the opus x a lot and we can talk about whether or not it's worth the money where it's value but is it actually a very overhyped cigar i feel like it's not I don't feel like it's overly hyped. I think there's a subset of people and there's part of the culture in cigars that appreciates the Opus X. It's a very fine line. You know what it's like? It's like political spectrum. You're Opus X smokers and you're non-Opus X smokers. You're liberals and you're conservatives. I know I what I think it there's is. no middle ground really for the Opus. It's money. Here's what I'll say to all of you on here that's touting Opus X is overrated. I'm sure you're also the same type of people that say, I would never fucking own a Ferrari. I never want a Ferrari. They're fucking ugly cars. But the point of the matter is, you'll never be able to afford a Ferrari. So what do you do? You bash it. I would never own one anyway. Yeah. They're fucking ugly ass cars. Goddamn Italians. Yeah. Probably half Japanese, Chinese. Right. You know? Right. So I wonder. I wonder, are you just hating because you can't afford it? Oh, Chris, call not you being poor. Listen, I know Damn. you guys like your cigars international. Damn. Chris coming hot with the poor. He's like, y'all bunch Listen, of poor bitches. And I'm right there with you. Guess who's also poor? This guy. You know what I had for dinner last night? Ramen noodles. You know what I had for lunch yesterday? Meatloaf. Ramen noodles. Do you know what I have for breakfast? Leftover ramen noodles from the night before. But you know how I afford my cigars? By eating ramen noodles. Yep, that's what you got to do. You want your spending. Eat some ramen noodles. <laughs> so you think it's a thing and people are just jealous? 
They jelly, man. They jelly. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was four. So four people uh, <laughs> had given. So I'm, I'm going to call out those four people. Chris thinks that you guys are jealous because you a bunch of poor folk. Um, J-Rod87. Uh, Rocky Del Davis, who is a comedian friend. Um, he, uh, obviously, Rocky Del Davis, you're poor as shit. Um, <laughs> Balrog, ball dude. Wait, what is the other one? Balrog, ball, ball dude. Uh, one of the ones at the bottom. Oh, Balrog dude. Yeah, and uh, mm. bourbon sipping. Um, Balrog dude. Maybe Balrog from Street Fighter. Do you ever, is there a Balrog in Street Fighter? Sure is. Maybe that's who it is. I always thought reading people's names, uh, like their Instagram handles, is is so challenging for me. Like really I read is. it a different way than what it really is, and they're like, yeah. hey, no, it means this thing. And I'm like, yeah. ah, fuck. Well, it reads differently, so change it. Um, so Opus X, I, I don't, I don't agree with you that saying specifically it's for the rich and not for the poor. Um, but I don't also feel that it's super overhyped. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I think, I think there's just, I think there's a line drawn in terms of whether you are a fan or you're not a fan. I think that's what it comes down to. It's even for like people that like somehow manage to have a 70 inch fucking brand new Samsung OLED TV, but live in subsidized housing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can pull it off. Yeah. You just got to live well under your means. Yeah. <laughs> to afford them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that makes sense. That makes sense. Um this brand uh that was interesting because it's come it came up twice in the feedback and that's Ferio Tego, which is of course kind of the offshoot of Nat Sherman. Oh. So yeah. Michael uh Herklotz ended up buying out the rights to Nat Sherman International, created Ferio Tego, and of course some of you're seeing a resurgence of some of the brands underneath that lineup, like the Timeless series, and then you're seeing new stuff from Ferio Tego, which I have not had. So I can't really speak intelligent. Remember uh we got some feedback from Leaf Sex Scars um last time Sofia Ortego uh as a brand came up in the feedback and then uh I don't know the other one uh, either fog I enter the enter the fog I the fog I don't know what that one is but Fiery Ortego came up twice I can't really speak too much to the hype because I haven't had the cigars I can say from a Nat Sherman trick there's some good Nat Sherman cigars there's some not good Nat Sherman cigars I can say this I admire the fuck out of Michael Herklotz. So I think for me, hyped is to be determined Yeah, because I haven't had the cigars, but I do think it's interesting that that brand in particular came up twice yeah. um, in terms of overhype. So I think that the cigars have just recently hit the shelves. So I think we'll understand probably in the next months or like the next few months into like six months from now really where they stand as an organization, whether people are really enjoying their cigars or not, or whether or not the feedback is that they are entirely overhyped. We'll see. What do you think Fury Tego means? I don't know. Uh, mm, maybe like fiery tag. Fi fire tag. Fire tag? Ooh, that'd be fun. What does Fury mean? I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously it means something. Maybe something to do with Guy Fieri. Mm. Yeah, could be. Yeah? Yeah, could be. Maybe Tego is Spanish for taco. Yeah, could be. Yeah. <laughs> what if it just means, it could mean fiery taco. Could be fiery taco. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be dope. Is Fury or Tego Italian? I don't know, but it sounds like a Mexican Like, dish. hold on. Say it, say it Italian, then say it Mexican. Fiery Tego. Fiery Tego. Yeah, I can see it. Try I Mexican. I see it. Maybe say it like with a mafia tone. Like, Periotega. Periotega. 
Try uh try Spanish. Um Fieritego. Ah Fieritego. It could be both. Could be. Could be both. Could be Spanish, could be Italian. Could you do it with a French accent? Do you think French? Spanish people are just Italians, deranged cousins? I mean, they're all come. It's all derivative Latin, so they're all a hodgepodge yeah. mess of people. Yeah. Could you try French? Let's try French. Mm. Oh. How would you do French Fieriotego? Somehow you got to throw a bunch of R's in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's an R in there, so let's use it. <laughs> Something. I think French is out. Could you do German? Ooh. <laughs> what about Russian? Could we do a Russian Fieriotego? Mm. Fieriotego. No, that's still. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one too. Yeah, it's tough. So we've so we're thinking Spanish or Italian. Yeah, probably. It's probably the way that that's going. I don't know. I think the verdict's out. Or the verdict it. is not yet. I think it's still too to be determined whether or not this is going to be. You know, the brand as a whole. It's just way too early to say overhyped. I I just don't think there's enough critical thinking yeah. about it at this point because I don't think people have, have smoked them enough to really yeah. give a good consensus. And it could on be it. Jewish too. Could be Jewish. Um, I think this one is interesting, and that's the Andalusian bull came up multiple times. The old Andy bull. Um. It's tough. I knew that was going to be your response. I knew you were going to have that. I knew you were going to have that response. Now, but you think about it. So I can't. Here's the thing. It's. I don't. This is not whether it's a good cigar or not a good cigar. It's whether or not it's overhyped. Andalusian Bowl, number one cigar aficionado, years back. It still maintains. It still maintains that sort of like garnered hype in the industry. Years later, it's like. Everybody looks for the Andalusian Bowl. And it's almost like LFD at this point is intentionally Not just making them. shorting them to yeah. keep the fucking hype train going. So let's take out contextually. Let's remove whether or not it's a good cigar. Because we know you think it's a good cigar. Yeah. Is it an overhyped cigar? It is for the unfortunate. It's- it is for the unfortunate. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, All this has to do with is people that don't have them and want them. You think so? Yeah. So you think so? So V cut everything, friend of the show, and then you have uh, Chip and Lonsdale's says it's V cut very thing though. By the way, yeah, sure. Um, and then you have Andy Bull. Change my mind. Change my mind. So you're. So you're suggesting that these folks are only saying it because they can't get them. Yeah. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Interesting. Be interesting to hear their feedback on your perspective. You're also the same guy that won't ask for a promotion from your job for working at a place for 15 plus years. Working your ass off. Making sacrifices for the company. But no one appreciates you. But you won't make the hard decisions to ask for a raise that you well deserve. Mm. So what do you do? You stew in your corner. You bicker. You complain. It's everybody else's fault. Fuck them, you say. No. <laughs> Fuck you s- them, you say. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. The only reason you don't like it is because of you. Because you wanted it but didn't act to get it. So what does that have to do in terms of the Andalusian Bowl? Fucking go out there and get it. <laughs> <laughs> go out there and get the thing that you can't get. <laughs> Go get the thing that they don't you have. You want it that bad. You can sit and bitch about it. 
But if you want it that bad, you I can, can find tell it. all of you were bitching about it because you don't have it and you want it. It'd be different if you yeah. bitched about it but didn't want it. But that's not what this is about because people that don't want something won't bitch about it. Yeah, that's true. So you bitching about it means you want it. So go out there and get it. Go out there. Listen, you want it? I'm sure there's someone you know that has one. If you if they don't have it, you can figure out where to get them. Go to the Dominican and knock at LFD's doors. Hey, I want the ball. <laughs> now you're gonna have to swindle your way a little bit. They are uh, protected by armed military police. So yeah, they are. You they gotta, definitely are. But now's your chance to actually find those people on Facebook or Instagram and become buddy buddies with them. Hey, I'm thinking about doing a trip to the Dominican. Are you working this weekend? Be like, oh, see, you know. And then you're like, well, I'm I'm actually doing a trip. Maybe I can meet you at the front door of LFD. We'll hang out. And then you go, you know, taking your little scooter. You can rent a scooter. Um, oh, you can rent a car too. Or a car. <laughs> you can travel to LFD's front doors, meet up with, uh, uh, well, I don't know, we'll call him Sammy. And you can hang out and like, Sammy hey, the Bull. Do you think we can like get in there? See. Because now you're best friends with them. I mean, you you flew 2,000 miles to hang out with someone you barely know, but you're friends. So he lets you in. You visit the floor, the factory floor. Uh, you will actually notice there is an LFD Andalusian bull in a piece of bulletproof glass sitting in the middle of their factory floor. All you need is a jewelry thief. So you got to be friends with a jewelry th- thief too. But then you got to hire someone. Maybe you become buddies buddies with them on Instagram or TikTok. Um, but you can basically, then you're like, it's your turn now. And then he sneaks up and he like does the like glass cutting thing. And you take the Andalusian bull and you book it back to the States before anybody notices. Yeah, you make that sound like a jewelry heist. And we're talking about a cigar. Now, I want you to reflect on a few years ago when we were actually in the Dominican Republic and we were hanging out with the people from LFD. And what did they tell you? They happened to say, not even we get any. Yeah, they're like, we don't even have the bowl. (laughs) Like, we don't. We work at the factory that produces them and we don't even have them. No. Yeah. So there you go. So that just, that two minutes of you concocting this crazy plan to get the end of the, the people at the factory can't get them. That's true. But I do know someone who does. And if you still need to get in, I'll split it with you. <laughs> so reach out to in a DM. I do have I do have some. We'll do a heist. But we got I it. do have some, but I spoke them spare well, I smoke them sparingly for a few reasons. One, they are challenging to get. They That's are. That's number one. But two, they're dude, they say smoke for like two hours and forty minutes. It's a big fucking I cigar. shared it with a group of five people and it still took us two plus hours. Yeah, I mean it's I mean they're it's just ridiculous. Before ridiculous. COVID. Yeah, of course. Um I like this as a maybe an ending topic on the brand and uh Pab Fiction says all Gurkha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure we've talked about Gurgon overrated, underrated, so we don't need to get into that. But in terms of them being overhyped, I, Who, who's who's better qualified? I mean, without question. <laughs> yeah. If I were to build and, and construct a resume around overhyped cigars, yeah. 
Well, surely Gurkha would be on the list. Gurkha's like the Kanye West of cigar industry. Like, you know he's talented in some ways, but he's still fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm waiting for, like, a Gurkha to, like, announce they're, like, running for president or some shit. I think Gurkha, to me, is, like, a very interesting... It's it's a very... Like, what they do and how they position themselves, it's almost like we know who we are and we don't give a fuck. Right. It's like Nickelback. Right. They're the... I think maybe I've said that before. They're the Nickelback of the cigar industry. It's like, we know everyone hates yeah. us, but we're still going to put out these tunes and people are going to listen to them. Yeah. It's almost like now you just wait for them to come out with some shitty stuff just so you could fucking bash them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're around just so we can hate them. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Actually, I didn't want to end on that one. I want to end up because Chips and... Or no, sorry, sorry. Chips and Lip. No, uh, Leaf Cigars... Um, named a few brands. Nova being one in there. Interesting topic conversation around Nova. I'm not going to get into that one now, but don't disagree. But El Septimo's in here. And we talked El about El Septimo on overrated, underrated. And this is probably my new Gurkha. You think? El Septimo is my new Gurkha. Mm, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> the septic. <laughs> <laughs> I think what they do, I'm so challenged by... Not only what they do, but their entry into uh, the United States cigar industry. Yes. I, there isn't a brand that I hate more at this time, they given like, knowing what I know. What and I know sucks. Dude, they're so expensive. But they came out with a new series that's not as expensive, but still kind of expensive. But there's new reasons some light shed actually by a listener of ours, a friend of the show, actually shed some light on the brand overall. Yeah. Um, and gave me some juicy details as far as like some of the things that are going on there, and it makes me hate them even more. So oh, I already thought they were just a really kind of nasty, br- like they're the kind of brand that's like, hey, we are okay with finding every, um, you know, Instagram handle that is sexy cigar girl or cigar beauty this or whatever, putting a cigar in their hands because they literally make no bones about like, we are in this for the luxury lifestyle piece of it. And the sexual, uh, iconic nature of what cigars could be like, that's their lane. Their lane is that they give no shits about creating a good cigar because I haven't had one from them. I was actually like, that's a decent cigar. They're disgusting. There are fewer of those They're types. really gross. I feel like there's fewer of those type of people than us now. I mean, you would think Isn't that but, the vibe you get like, Oh, for sure. Well, I would say actual enthusiasts. Yeah. 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 But if you are, there's way less of the if luxury. you are somebody that owns a really nice boat and you're sailing off into the Caribbean and you want to get a box of cigars, you're buying, for a lot friends, of you're buying that shit. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? Like that. And I think that's the market of which they want to serve. I just think they're gross and nasty. Um, not favorable cigars. So I, I can't even say they're overhyped because there isn't a little hype around them in the industry. No, I don't even like, really see. I don't think a lot of people hear about them. They're really just now making a splash in the US market, but it'd be interesting to have this conversation like six months from now. Like where are they gonna be in six months? And and then do we re- like kind of reassess this and go, are they overhyped? Or a lot of I just don't hear a lot about them. I don't see a lot of people buying it's them. True. I don't see them in humidors. I know they're really after PCA, they're making a hard push. They uh, hired someone for US sales and distribution. And I, I just don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of impact they're going to make uh, in the cigar industry as a whole over the next, you know, the course of the next six months to a year. Yeah, I will be. I'm very curious to see how that rolls. Yeah, they are. I mean, I've had their cigars and yikes. I think there was one where I was like, this is manageable. 
and then the rest they're like huge thick vitola cigars i mean talking like 60 ring gauge is like one of the smallest you could get at the time what dude they were there's literally one i think i have it in i'm pretty sure i have one over there called like the colosso yeah something like that it's like with a k it's got like a blue and orange or a blue and gold band dude they're just they're really beautifully made i gotta give them that like they look construction wise even those fat vitolas are really nice the tobacco looks amazing but they are not good i i'm interested to see like okay how much more they can interact with um you know with some of the ladies Mm. in the industry to try to push this whole luxury lifestyle thing because obviously those two things are very closely associated in, in the eyes of the cigar industry yeah i was thinking about this the other day though and i was gonna save this remark for the next yeah. um uh, part two of uh the influencer mm-hmm. podcast that we're gonna do um which i am lining up currently but um you know what i am gonna save it for then i had a remark to make yeah but i i think it's more appropriate if i save it for then that's fair what were you going to say? I was thinking if El Septimo is really playing this luxury sexist role, sexism role, like sex sells, what you should do with these big-ass ring gauges is just call it the blowjob and then only encourage smokers to do a punch cut so it really looks like a dick. <laughs> and then you can do the same for the girls. You know, Maybe call it cuntilinguous or something like that. But only V cut it, V-cut so it looks it, like yeah. a vagina. Yeah, like come pre cut or come punch. Yeah, and make sure it's really fuzzy. Could you could you make a cigar that has like a set of balls on it? I would. Could imagine you roll so. tobacco where you could just do two nuts at the end? I would imagine so. That'd be kind of cool. Big thick veiny donger with a that set of nuts. That should be the next donger release for sure. And if you could light that at the same time, maybe you could do it with like a Calibra style, where you just somehow rope it to the bottom of it (laughs) (laughs) that would actually be kind of cool it would be cool a cigar with a set of nuts on it yeah it'd be interesting it'd be interesting it would be um that's all i want to get into i'm going to save the rest of them for a part two uh we got through a lot of them but of course i think people are like why didn't you talk about this brand i'm sure yeah we'll save it for next time um but that'll that'll conclude this episode it's a fun episode it's a quickie right for like barely 50 minutes that's what el septimo said about their company (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah that's fantastic um all right that'll conclude episode 220 this is 220 220 episodes in look at us back in person it's kind of crazy it's uh nostalgic to a degree it is a little isn't it yep it's like it's like we're 15 again mm-hmm. when we started this show. We started four and a half years ago. That's 15. That's crazy. And uh, hit a plateau at about 15 listeners. So, yep. But we're here for you guys. <laughs> yeah. We're here for all of you. <laughs> um, all right. That'll conclude episode 220. We'll be back at you. Jesus Christ. Why am I fucking cannot speak today? It's okay. It's like a weird, it's an off day, you know? Well, it's a Saturday, which it's I'm not used Saturday, to. Saturday, it's an off day. It's Never record on a Saturday. Kind of still the morning. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Let me try this again. Ready? Mm. This will conclude episode 220. Be back at you next week with episode 221. See you, everyone. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Let me tell you how you can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of myself at the Hot Ticket Pod on Instagram. You can get a hold of Chris at Hot Ticket Chris on Instagram as well. 
You can find this podcast. It is available all over the place. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. And you can find the podcast available on video on YouTube. Look up The Hot Ticket Weekly on YouTube, and you can watch all the fun happen before your eyes. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. And as always, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you could. And check out our show sponsor, My Cigar Pack, at www.mycigarpack.com. Again, thanks for listening. We'll be back at you next week.